With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down Free for the stars You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you Another mother, what is going on, lady? 
Misty Joyner in the house, Alberto, Ryder Ramirez. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. There we go. Here we go. See, I knew it was going to happen. Let me get this together. I'm telling you, just why why can't you always have peanut butter, no jelly, bologna, no cheese. The phone just won't stay up. Here we go. I think that's it. I might not can wave to y'all, but I can definitely give you a shout-out. Stop being delirious and get serious. Oh, I'm very serious about being delirious, okay? <laughs> what? Um, let's see. What do I want to talk about? Oh, do I need to do housekeeping? Um, yes, don't forget to follow the show if you're not already following the show. Um, again, the number to call me, 347-826-7924 if you would like to talk. Don't forget to press the number one, though. Otherwise, I cannot bring you in. Or hit me up on the timeline, as you are doing right now, Facebook Live. Uh, phone act right. I know, Missy, right? Come on, phone, I need you to act right. But um, Tina D. Jackson, that is my name. I want you to, to tune in on Facebook and uh, hit me up on the timeline because you already know what Sunday is. It is the big game. I want to I know your picks. Are you going with the quarterback coach duo that is the youngest to ever do it at a Super Bowl or or to be in a Super Bowl? Or are you going with the quarterback coach duo that has done it the most times, all right? So we already know who, which teams those are. I want to know who your picks are. Now, what's on my mind? So we all know that the Super Bowl is here in the ATL. Hot Atlanta, it is not, okay? It's chilly. Chilly willy, okay? But it is cold in the ATL. But I just wanted to give you these stats that I heard on the news today. Do you know that they have, had, they have already had 33 people arrested and they have already rescued four people dealing with human trafficking. That is a serious problem, y'all. 33 people have already been arrested, and four people have already been rescued doing, uh, dealing with human trafficking here during the Super Bowl. That is crazy, all right? So I just wanted to put that stat out there for you. But now let's get to some good news. Do you see these? If, if you can't see me, I want you to tune in on Facebook. If you've never tuned in on Facebook, tune in tonight. You see these wristbands? Do you see my towels in the back? Let me show it to you. Yes, your girl, she was there. It wasn't deja vu. It wasn't your mind playing tricks on you like the, like the ghetto boys. No, it was your girl, TJ, at First Take today. Yes, First Take is in town Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Your girl was there on TV, First Take, Molly Karen Rose, Stephen A. Smith, and Max Kellerman. Take it, leave it. Take it, because your girl was there. <laughs> Let me just tell y'all, I've had one of the best days of my life. I'm t- started out a little rocky. You know, I'm going to take time to tell you about this. If you don't want to hear about it, well, that's just too bad, because I'm just excited. And it's my show, and I want to talk about it. So, started out the day, you know what they say, martyr is smarter, right? Don't want to go down. We know it's Super Bowl week. They're going to charge you an arm and a leg and a big toe for parking. So I said, I'm going to take martyr, because it's smarter. Martyr makes you hotter. That's all I'm going to say. Got on the train and the train stopped. What? Stop in the name of love. It wasn't. We weren't loving it, though. <laughs> Luckily, I just had to go to a taping. A lot of people had to go to work. And let me tell you, when the train stops, it just stops, y'all. No notice, no warning, no nothing. The lady is about to tell you what stop you're at, and then she just stops talking. So, yes, the martyr train stopped. We had to exit off of the train. A new train came, but the train that stopped all of a sudden started again with no one on it, and it just went on its merry way. So that was just a hiccup. That's all it was. It was a minor hiccup. Got on the train, y'all. 
got down to the to the taping of first take. You know me, I was a little worried. I always plan ahead. You know, I said they said that the doors open up at 8:30, so my plan was to get down there at least two hours early because I didn't want to get down there and waste my time. So by the time I got down there, it was about a little after seven because I left the house at five o'clock. <laughs> Still got down there about 7 o'clock. Needless to say, though, i tell you, he always works it out. Got there in plenty of time. Now, mind you, when we got there, we found out that there were people there at 3 o'clock in the morning. What are they doing down there at 3 o'clock? I have no idea. They must have no life. Or maybe they're just here from out of town, and they just wanted to make sure that they got, in, got into the, um, to the broadcast. It wasn't a taping live broadcast. But needless to say, by the time we got there, there were already like 35 people already inside. They, were, um, they weren't they were seated, but they were in the queue, so to speak. So, you know, they bring you in 10 at a time, 5 at a time. But anyway, so we get there. That's for the first time when I went live today. You know, we were just standing in. And, and shout out to the people, uh, ESPN, First Take, because they did not let us stand out in the cold. So they at least brought us into uh, the convention center and allowed us to wait inside the building. So then, yes, we get there, and, you know, they, they, they escort us up, and you see the little first take signs and all that. You get your towels. Yeah, you know me. I can't just get one towel. I got to get two. So we get in there, and, you know, then they seat you. Um, so as they're numbering off the people, you know, they're trying to keep you in the groups that you come in. So um, we're in the first group that went up, and there were two groups of two, so there were four people. And then the next set, it was a they weren't a couple, but they had came together. So the lady at the front, she was like, okay, are you guys, you guys are together? And they were like, yeah, we're together. So she kind of hesitated, like, mm, I don't want to break them up. I said, I'm here by myself. And she was like, oh, you are? Come on up here. The rest is history. I got one of the prime seats. Now, when I sat down, I knew that I was going to be directly behind Stephen A. So I was like, oh, man, I'm not really going to get a lot of TV time because I'm directly behind Stephen A. And, you know, I watched First Take religiously, so I knew where the cameras were going to be positioned. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to be on TV, but hopefully they'll scan the you know, scan the room. Of course they do. I watch first take. But, y'all, if you watched it, yes, you saw your girl. I had two prime, like, just video shots of me and the guy that was next to me. He was a Ravens fan. Thought I was going to, you know, throw up, but I didn't. Just a little bit in my mouth. But, you know, bad feelings there with the Ravens. But the guy was really cool. We had a good time. But come to find out, I was in a prime location because where the guests, you know, when the guests were speaking on the on the panel, when they exit stage right, they had to exit right past your girl. Yes, yeah, so I'm just hopping out. Hey, can I get a selfie with you? Can I get a selfie with you? So, yes, your girl ended up, let me tell you, when you think you're not in the right spot, he always puts you in the right spot. Yes. So, needless to say, like I said, I've been up since 3.30 in the morning. I don't even know what time it is. I know it's time for me to talk some sports, though, and that's what we're about to do. So, yes, I did that I did that live broadcast, and then I just promptly went over to Stephen A. Smith's radio show because, you know, Stephen A., he's one of the prime talents, so you have to get him when you can. I accosted Molly, uh, Molly Karam in the bathroom. Yes, I did. I saw her go in the bathroom. A lot of people said Molly doesn't give pictures. You know, she's not that friendly. Well, your girl had to find out for herself. Let me tell you something. In life, never go by what somebody tells you, okay? Because how they treat them, and you never know what happened. You never know who they are. So you always find out for yourself how people will treat you. I accosted Molly in the bathroom. Well, 
let me tell you the real story. So I had to go to the bathroom when we first got there, right? And who do I see exiting out of the bathroom? Yes, it was. It was Molly Karen. And you know how when you see somebody that you think you know, and you're like, hey, I know, oh, this Molly. And so I was like, hey, Molly. She was like, hey, how you doing? So it was a very nice, you know, interaction. So I said, next time I see Molly, I'm going to get me a picture. I don't care what they say. Just was hoping that I, ne- I would see Molly again. So you know how they come out, the, the, the talent, they come out and everything, and uh, they did their little warm-ups and their pre-taping and all that, and then guess what? I saw Molly go back to the bathroom. Yes, your girl got her phone together and went back to the bathroom. Molly was putting on her makeup. I opened up the door. I said, excuse me, Molly, but can I get a picture with you? She said, you sure can. And the rest is history. That's why I say never judge somebody how they judge other people. You don't know. They might not be good people. I don't know. But, hey, judge them on how they treat you. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. And I am recapping my day at the taping, uh, not the taping, the live broadcast of First Take. So, yeah, y'all, it was a beautiful day. A beautiful day. Yes, it was. Okay, that's enough. I'll stop talking about them. Okay. <laughs> I tell y'all, it was great. Can you tell? All right. So let's go ahead and get into some sports news here. Real quick, we're going to talk a little basketball here because the, um, you know, that the All-Star game is coming up. So they have named the starters for uh, the West and the East. They've gone back to West, you know, uh, the West, uh, what is it, the West, uh, the West and the East. Really, that's all it is. But, you know, they used to do the team captains, and they didn't. it didn't matter what conference you played in. They would just, you know, the team captains could pick whoever they wanted to. But now they have gone back to – they still have team captains, but they now, you know, do the West. And um, I'm sorry, they still keep it, Western teams and the Eastern teams. So Team LeBron, LeBron James is, a, uh, is the captain for the West. So those starters are guard James Harden from the Rockets. This is his seventh career all-star selection forward Paul George of the Thunder, uh, forward Kevin Durant of the Warriors. This is his 10th All-Star selection, and guard Steph Curry. They are the starters for the Western uh, Conference. And the reserves will actually be um, named tomorrow. And the All-Star draft is going to be February 7th. February 7th is a very special day for me and my family. Excuse me. All right, and then for uh, Team East, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, Lord have mercy. (laughs) I told you y'all are going to be delirious. Uh, Antetokounmpo, he is going to be the captain for the East, and this is his third All-Star selection. His team um, will be made up of guard Kawhi Leonard of the Raptors, center Joel Embiid of the 76ers. This is actually his second career All-Star selection. Guard Kyrie Irving of the Celtics, his sixth career All-Star selection, and Kimball Walker of the Charlotte Hornets. And as I said, the reserves, they will be announced on tomorrow. But the big news in basketball is uh, the center, Anthony Davis of the New Orleans Pelicans. He has made the announcement. The announcement. Uh, we know that he recently switched um, agents. He is now under the uh, NBA agent uh, that LeBron James is under, um, Maverick, uh, LeBron James, uh, their, their uh, talent agency. So he has um, hired them, and they have now announced that he has said he will not re-sign with the Pelicans. He is demanding a trade. So, um, you know, that is really um, not what the NBA wants, especially if you are still under contract, which Anthony Davis is. He still has one year left on the contract with the uh, 
um, New Orleans Pelicans. And so because of that, the NBA has now fined him uh, $50,000 for saying that, one, he will not be re-signing with the Pelicans, that he wants a trade, and two, that he has insinuated, hinted, and pretty much all put out there that he wants to play for the Lakers. So, again, that kind of falls under the tampering rules um, in the NBA when you kind of put it out there and make it known who you want to go to, especially when you're under contract. So the NBA has promptly fined him $50,000 for making that announcement. So we will now see um, what what now will happen with Anthony Davis, Um, again, with him being under contract. If he were to sign, if he were to be traded and sign with a team for this year, we know that the trade deadline is February the 7th. So um, if he were to to go to another team, it would basically be on a one-year rental, i.e. Kawhi Leonard, what he's doing with the Toronto Raptors because we all know that he's basically on – uh, a one-year rental with the um, w- with the Raptors because it has been said that Kawhi Leonard he wants to go to the Lakers as well. So, really, what is the benefit of of acquiring Anthony Davis? Because again, if he's just on a one-year rental, you don't want to give up the house, the the the, the kitchen, and the um, you know the the Mercedes Benz to get um, Anthony Davis if he's just going to be there for a year. So why give away all your pieces? for just a rental. So, we'll, again, we'll have to see um, how this all plays out now for Anthony Davis because he has the potential to lose $76 million in his next, uh, well, in his contract because, of course, the Pelicans have the right to retain his rights. He, can't, he would make the most money by staying with the Pelicans until he actually becomes a free agent. Then, of course, free agency as we all know what LeBron James does, he takes his talents to the highest bidder. Well, I can't say that because now with the Lakers, this is actually the the first time that he's gotten paid what he's really owed. But, um, again, if Anthony Davis signs prior to becoming a free agent, he stands to lose 76, close to $80 million um, with that max contract. So, again, we'll have to see how this plays out for him. But, you know, a lot of people – are talking, um, this was one of the topics on First Take today, and they were saying, you know, how LeBron has handled his taking his talents elsewhere, has it kind of tarnished the league and has it kind of given these up-and-coming, you know, all-star and elite players kind of a false um, false security that, you know, okay, I'm an elite player, so I should be able to take my talents wherever I want to. And that's true. Nobody is saying that you shouldn't, but there are layers and there are policies and rules in place to where you can't just up and say you want to go whenever you feel like you want to say it. You know, if you recall or if you remember, every time LeBron James has left and taken his talents, like I just said, he has literally been a free agent, no strings attached. He has played out his contracts for those, you know, for those specific cities, Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland, and now he's in L.A. But, again, he was an honestly a free agent, so he was able to take his talents elsewhere. All of these others, Paul George, um, Anthony Davis, uh, let's see, who else was, who else was trying to move? Um, the name is, uh, name is slipping, me, slipping me right now. But um, we know that Clay Thompson, he still has one year. So, again, 
you know, has the way that LeBron James handled all of this, has it given other players false security that I could just take my talents wherever I want to go, whenever I want to take it? And that answer is, I believe, yes, because no, you're not LeBron James, and you're not handling the way LeBron James has handled it. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. I want to hear your thoughts. Hit me up. On the timeline, hit me up on the phone lines. Do you think that, you know, Anthony Davis is playing, do you think this will backfire, I should say, how he has been playing uh, his cards so far? And do you think he will end up in Los Angeles as a Laker with with LeBron James? Uh, A lot of people say that if Magic Johnson can't pull this this trade off, that he will have um, failed you know, in trying to bring another big name um, to the Lakers to be a uh, another piece for LeBron James to bring a championship to the Lakers. You know, not, I don't know if necessarily this will be a failure because it's not like Anthony Davis is the only, you know, player out there that can, that can uh, um, compliment LeBron, but it would be nice, I'm pretty sure, you know, to have Anthony Davis um, with LeBron. But what would the Lakers have to give up in order to get him, too, especially if they don't wait for free agency? Mm. And, you know, it's just rumored. Is this really where Anthony Davis wants to go? So I don't know. It's a lot, lot, to, lot to contemplate, a lot to ponder over. But, again, the NBA trade, de- trade, trade deadline is uh, February the 7th, so we'll have to see if – do the Pelicans, do they cave and, you know, cave into um, Anthony Davis's demands? But, again, Anthony Davis would really be the one losing out on in the long run. Or do the Pelicans stick to their guns how, like, the uh, San Antonio Spurs did? And they basically, you know, hey, we all know that Kawhi Leonard wanted to leave, but he left when the Spurs wanted him to leave. So we'll see how that goes. All right. So um, let's see, real quick here, uh, I want to switch gears. Get to the NFL real quick. I want to go to some – real quick, did anybody watch the Pro Bowl? I see now why I didn't watch it. That was a travesty. I mean, I know that the Pro Bowl is pretty much just a a, a, a glorified scrimmage game. But NFC, really, Did you? why did you even show up? I know the weather was bad. It rained, and they said it was a little chilly in Orlando. But 26-7, to 7, I mean, where's your pride? Where's your cojones, NFC? There is money on the line. You know, you can win a lot of money. You can win the money back that you spent to get your family and, and your friends there for the Pro Bowl. But, again, 26-7. to I don't even want to talk about the stats. But quarterback uh, for the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, he, he was named offensive MVP. And the Jets' safety, Jamal Adams, he won defensive MVP. MVP. That's all we're going to talk about about the Pro Bowl. All right. So let's talk about some NFL news here real quick because we want to jump into a quick break because, you know, i got to bring in the ladies, the awesome foursome. I can't do this by myself. Not tonight. <laughs> All right, so NFL news for uh, the Panthers quarterback Cam Newton. He did have arthroscopic um, a procedure on his shoulder, so we'll have to see if they were able to clean up that shoulder. And, you know, it had been rumored were the Carolina Panthers going to hold out Cam Newton and let him heal thoroughly by keeping him out the entire season. So we'll have to see how that goes. I I doubt if that happens. Maybe he won't start the season, but I can't see them uh, having him sit out the entire season. For the Ravens, they have uh, re-signed coach John Harbaugh to a four-year extension. For the Chiefs, they have hired Steve Spagnola as their defensive 
coordinator. A lot of people were thinking that Rex Ryan would get the gig because we all know what Rex Ryan did uh, with the Jets. And also, uh, was it who was he? Was he with the Ravens at one time, I believe? But wherever Rex Ryan goes, his defense is always in the top three. So, again, that was a name that had been kind of tossed around for the Chiefs. But for whatever reason, maybe he just was, is real comfortable now sitting as an analyst with ESPN. But a defensive coordinator, he is not, all right? So Steve Spagnola has gotten a gig for the Chiefs. Hopefully that will be an upgrade and they won't lose the AOC championship game over a uh, defensive uh, infraction. Okay, uh, for the Saints, tight end Ben Watson, he is calling out Roger Goodell, saying that he needs to address the no call, saying that the NFL was uh, too silent, they've been too silent for too long, that I guess you know the NFL needs to come out and publicly say, that it was wrong. We all know that it's wrong. I mean, if it walks like a duck and, quacks, and talks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck, okay? We all know that. Do we really need for the NFL to come out and say, yes, we were wrong? What is it really going to do? They're not going to change the game. They're not going to replay the game. So, Ben Watson, go sit down. All right. Uh, NFL, they announced the five uh, matchups for 2019, the international regular season games. So we know that the London games will be the Panthers versus the Bucks, the Bears versus the Raiders, Bengals versus the Rams, Texans versus the Jaguars, and in Mexico City, it will be a AFC divisional game, the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Um, we also heard today that the NFL, they're saying that they may consider judgment challenges. Basically, what that will mean is that um, the plan would allow coaches to challenge calls now. So that is being tossed around. We all knew that was coming, though, after the big no call in the NFC Championship game. And if the coaches challenged the call, they would receive, uh, and they're wrong, then the coaches would receive a penalty for being wrong. What that penalty is, of course, that is what they would be negotiating. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. Do you think that that's a good plan to implement, you know, making making it uh, plausible or making it so that the coaches can now challenge a call on the field and you know what do you feel about you know the penalty um i say if it's going to get the game called right uh you know a lot of people say that it's going to extend the game i mean we all know i think that goes back to again you play how you practice maybe this will get the coaches practicing better because the only reason why you have a lot of penalties is if you have people causing a lot of penalties if people don't get off sides if they, I mean, you know you're going to have your interference and probably your roughing the passer, all those kind of calls. But I, I really don't see it extending the game that much longer. But, hey, we won't know until they try it out. For the Redskins, bad news here. Uh, the team believes that quarterback Alex Smith will miss all of 2019. We know that he broke his leg in week 11 in the loss versus the Texans. He had surgery. He did end up having to stay in the hospital. I believe it was like two or three weeks longer than um, they had anticipated. After having surgery, he was having some complications from that surgery. But, yeah, they now believe that Alex Smith will miss the entire 2019 season due to that injury. And I just hate it for Alex. I, I still love me some Alex Smith. And, you know, he's just had kind of like just bad luck after bad luck for his whole career. So um, I'm definitely wishing him a speedy recovery and hope that he can return uh, sometime in the next in, in the upcoming season. And for the Steelers, um, they have not given wide, wide receiver Antonio Brown or his agents permission to facilitate a trade. Uh, so we'll have to – that saga still remains with the uh, – Pittsburgh Steelers for the Indianapolis Colts. They did re-sign um, 
kicker Adam Vinatieri. The deal is only for one year, but it's worth $3.875 million. I think, you know, when they do the 875, I think that's for taxes. So maybe he's just going to walk away with a cool three. Because I always wonder, what's the 875? Really? What does it do? But I think that's just so that the player can walk away with a cool even number. All right, and then for the Packers, the team intends to retain tight end Jimmy Graham for the 2019 season. Graham is due a $5 million roster uh, bonus if he's on the uh, team's roster March 15th. All right, so with that, that's uh, your NFL news, and we're going to go ahead and jump to a quick break. I'm going to get to the people on the timeline on Facebook, but don't forget you can hit me up, 347-826-7924. That's the number. Uh, Just make sure that you press number one so that you can talk to me or hit me up on the timeline. Tita D. Jackson, that is my name. All right, y'all, we are going to jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of this, yes, it will be time for the awesome foursome. The four of us will be talking some sports. And you know what we're talking about? The big game. It's here. It's Sunday, 640 p.m. Patriots, Rams, who do you have? We're going to talk about it right after the break. It's your girl, TJ. I'm not sure of what I think you don't want for me. Are you telling me to say the same? She looked in my eyes, melting you are the guy. Are you telling me to say the same? It's a hit when the Neptunes and the doggy dogs in the spit. You know he's in tune with the season. Come in, baby, tell me why you leaving. Tell me if it's that you need. If you want to breathe, I got the best minus seeds. Ain't nobody tripping. VIP, they can't get in. If something go wrong, then you know we get to go. And I khakis and I bounce the car. You with your friend, right? Yeah. She ain't trying to bring over no men, right? No. She ain't gotta be in a distance. She can get all in an instant.
It's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. You already know. It's your girl, TJ, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. And you already know it's time. I got to bring in the ladies, the awesome foursome. You know who they are. It's your girl, TJ. It's Janelle. It's Aunt Lou. And it's Terry. It's time to talk some sports. Ladies! Good Wednesday evening to you. Hello. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. TJ, you are a hype. Truly hype. You are a hype, baby. I love it. I don't know what you call what she is, but hype is not it. Oh, just stop it, you old hater. Everybody hating on her, but she is more than hype. I don't know what's going on with her tonight, but she gets a pass because so she has had no sleep, and you can tell. That's Ooh, what I'm saying. No sleep, but she's just wired up. I don't. If we give her coffee, she might be flying by now. <laughs> do it. I probably run. I would probably run a lap in uh, this 24 degree weather. Now, see, let me tell you, I did go to bed early last night, so that was the good part. I went to bed at like eight. Well, yeah, about eight thirty, nine o'clock, because I knew I had to get up early. But, oh, we, y'all, yes, I am running on just pure adrenaline, and it's just beautiful. So don't nobody call me tonight because I'm telling you, at, uh, the show will probably end at 9.58, and I'll be asleep by 10.05. Stop it now. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> All right, ladies, uh, real quick before, before time gets away for us, because I do want to get your uh, thoughts. Daryl Shaw, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. I do want to get your thoughts real quick on the Anthony Davis situation. Um, just, uh, you know, just uh, what do you think about him, I guess, um, announcing that he is not planning on signing back with the, um, with the Pelicans and, you know, just putting it out there that he wants to be traded, putting it out there that he wants to play with the Lakers, and then the NBA promptly finding him the $50,000 for doing so. Just, you know, just a quick thoughts on that. Whoever wants to go, go first. I say that's just a lot of money. I say that's just a lot of money. Just, you know, to put out there, you know, if you announce before you're a free agent and you're willing to lose that type of money, and is it really a guarantee that he's going to the Lakers, even though he said that he want to go to the Lakers? Right. You know? No. Not. It's just no. a lot of money to lose. Yeah. Okay. 
Hey, Lou, now. Um, I personally, I, I wish he would wait. That's the thing. I don't mind that he wants to go, which I knew because he said that last year. You know that he really he wasn't he wasn't happy last year. So I, mm-hmm. I knew he wanted to go, but I really just need him to wait. Um, it would be phenomenal if he did land on the Lakers. Can you imagine? This has been me playing these scenarios in my head all since yesterday, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, if he goes to the Lakers and then they get Kawhi, can you even imagine? Ooh. Oh, my God. Well, would they Ooh. be able to afford all of that, though? Okay, does somebody have – is somebody on speaker? Because I'm hearing a, a, a echo. I hear that. Okay, that was me. I'm still at work. Oh, good okay. nail. What? Okay. Melvin, Monique's mother, thank you so much for tuning in. But um, but yeah, Janelle, would they be able to afford all that? Because Kawhi would be on Max. Cause remember, he would be he would be a free agent, and. Anthony Davis, if he waits a year, then he would be a free agent. So he, they would have to pay him the max. Magic Johnson would have to give up a couple. He'd have to mortgage the Dodgers, a couple of business. <laughs> Stop it, TJ. He would. That's a lot of money. That's about $4 billion right there. Stop it now. <laughs> you don't know what he got in his in his uh in his money bag. You just don't know. That's true, and then, you know I I don't ever want to count anybody's money. But they said that, and I don't know if you guys have knew this, Janelle. I'm pretty sure you do. But they say that Anthony Davis has the potential to make one of the highest uh, NBA salaries. He could potentially yes. at three hundred million dollars for a contract. Ooh, wow. Three hundred million. Is he worth that? Yes. He's nice he now. He is worth that. He's nice. He is. He's good. He is. Yes. He's he's nice. He's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even take it from the brother. Yeah, he's nice. He, I think he will soon be once once LeBron hangs up his his his, his sneakers. He could easily probably be the best uh, NBA player. Okay, I I agree one hundred percent. I yeah. agree. But his versatility, uh, just uh, as a big man, the way he moves. I mean, uh, Joel Embiid is nice, but Joel Embiid ain't accurate. Um, Anthony Davis is that's quite nice. Not to mention, not to mention the fact that Joel Embiid doesn't have the same type of versatility. It doesn't matter yeah. where you give the uh, ball to to Davis. He puts it in the hoop, and not and he is also extremely quick for his size. Yes, yes, he is. He can handle. He has ball handles for a center. Like he can literally. You know, sometimes yeah. when you kind of bring the ball down the court, and you're like, oh wait, oh wait, oh okay, he made it. No, Anthony Davis is like, oh wait, oh oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> that boy is. I just hope he doesn't cost himself, you know, unnecessary money. But Sasha Gold in the house, yeah. thank you so much. Y'all, I, I don't think I have Tourette's. I know, you know, I'm, I'm running on fumes, but I, I want to make sure that I <laughs> I shout out to people as they tune in because sometimes it'd be like, you know, 24 minutes. It'd be like, it's just I'm like, yeah, I saw you. I just didn't say it. So I'm just trying to shout them out as I've seen him. Stop it, y'all. Don't be laughing at you. 
Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. <laughs> All right. So, uh, hey, Lou, did you want to chime in on uh, Anthony Davis, or are you ready to move on to football? Uh, well, well, I just wanted to say, with him making that kind of money, I didn't know he was that bad. Was he get over there with the Lakers? Yeah, they can't afford to have um, my boy. A KD can't be coming over there, and neither can Kawhi. With him, because if they mm-hmm. get those three, Lord have mercy, it'll be over in the NBA. Yeah, Ooh, I, I have to go back to the Lakers. <laughs> oh, I knew it. I was, I was, I was getting ready to ask you that, but I wanted to ask you this. So, do you really think they go to the Lakers? Do you really see that happening? Well, I don't know because you know KD is out of there this year, thanks to Draymond with his self, and um. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say, and um, you know, so he's he's out. So you know, he's a he's a free agent. You know, and you know, Magic probably looking for him. He probably, oh man, Magic gonna have to give some of his personal money for the for if he get if he could just get KD and the, the the guy you talking about as well as and he got LeBron's already. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Okay, well before we get off before we get off basketball, because let me let me put it to you two ladies, Janelle and Terry. Do you see KD going to the Lakers? Oh, I can't. You know what? A lot of people are talking about they want to see it happen, but honestly, I don't see it. I don't see Katie going to the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Terry, what about you? I don't see it. Mm-mm. He gets along with LeBron, so and you know they played in the in the um, in the uh, what was that 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 game they played in um, the All Star game. Well, yeah, but they weren't teammates though, because he's always been. This will be his first year as a Western uh, All Star. But they were never on the same team. I don't know. I just right. think KD went to the Lakers for some reason. Yeah. I think no. I think this will be the one time we see a player not join forces trying. To, well, you know, he already got two championship rings anyway, so you know he got it. But um, I don't know. Right. I just don't see KD going. I mean, it's possible. Anything is possible. I mean, you know. But uh, I just don't. So where would he go then, TJ? If he didn't go to the Lakers, I mean, because what teams are just so so dominant out there right now? You think he'd go to Houston? Houston is Why good. Lucinda, hmm? I have a question for you. Why would you think that they wouldn't get rid of Draymond instead of instead of uh, keeping KD? That makes more sense. Well, I'd uh, rather they, if Draymond, they need to get rid of Draymond. But if they don't, KD say he's out of there. Well, well, it, then he he could be out of there even even if Draymond is is traded. You never know. They like they getting rid of him. He, he's his time is up, but but Draymond they'd have to get rid of him. What's up, Frederick? I see you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just um, I don't know, Janelle. I don't know if I see. I don't know if I see the Warriors keeping Draymond over KD if KD wanted to stay. I mm-hmm. think if. If Draymond is there, it's because they know they can't keep KD, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. I, I think they should keep Draymond over KD because you know we all know that what Draymond brings to the team, and I think Draymond knows what he brings to the team. I think he's smart enough to know that if he were to go to a different team, that chemistry and his role would be totally different. You know, a lot of people, a lot right. of players aren't to realize, uh, uh, Kyrie Irving, that um, you know you're as good as you know the team that's around you. You know, sometimes you not man, but I mean Kyrie, he, you know, he is. He's a, he's a phenomenal player, don't get me wrong, but see how far Boston went okay. without, without him. So, um, yeah. No, well, 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 no, but Draymond, though, 
he can't go to any team like he does and be talking head like he does because a lot of those boys, because they're, you know, L.A. guys, and, and a lot of them are just kind of laid back, so they just let him do his talking, and, you know, that's just Draymond. But somebody else mm-hmm. might punch him in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? It's the, I, think, you know what? <laughs> no. I, don't think, I don't think he would change. I think he would still do it, but somebody's going to punch him in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Okay. You got to learn the hard way. Okay, Janelle. TJ, I wanna, I wanna uh, comment. I wanna piggyback on something you just said because, um, with with Kyrie, I have to give this boy props because he actually realized that it wasn't as easy as he thought it was gonna be to yeah. lead a team. Call yeah. LeBron and apologize. That blew my yeah. mind because you know he was so arrogant. I never thought he would do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But You're he right. realizes now. He realizes now how difficult it is to actually put a team on your back and lead them. Mm-hmm. And I think he realizes he really don't want that uh, that 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 pedestal. So that's why I said, you know, sometimes you, you, the grass ain't always greener. Now you might be green and exactly. it's much green, but you know, all that pressure and everything. Reginald Green, I see in the house, Fonzie Fields, Jerome Boogeyman, Miss Rock. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? So much. We're talking a little basketball here before we jump into. Uh, NFL, we're talking about um, Anthony Davis, and you know, will he be with? Um, will he go to the Lakers? Will he can the Lakers afford him? But, um, but yeah, and I, the I thing agree. Is, to be honest with you, I think the Pelicans will probably pull the same thing that um, the Spurs did um, before they before they let their boy go. I think that they're going to ask for too much, and the Lakers aren't going to be able to deal with it right now. So that's why I say he might as well just wait. If he waits until he actually becomes a free agent, it'll be better. Who, uh, KD? No, no um, Andy Davis. 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 Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So, so is he a center? Yes, he is. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. yeah. And you know they haven't had a center like that since the reign of the You know yep. that. Okay, okay that's depending on if Shaq was out there. Don't do it. Don't huh? do it. Don't do it because Shaq was out there. Don't do it. Now, he was good. He was good. He and, was. But he, he couldn't make free throws. Stop it. So you know what? Just knock it off. In my opinion, but, I think Anthony Davis, right at this moment, is the best center in the league. Okay, yes, I'm, not, I'm not. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. Now, what's name was, was uh, he, he was kind of, uh, you know, going back and forth with it, um, with the Warriors now, but he they hurt too much. Um, just be with. Um, dang, what's going on? It's with the Warriors now, coming off an of injury. I know you're not talking about uh, the boy that used to play for the Hawks. No, no, no. Um, Boogie, Boogie Cousins. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he stays injured too much. You can't really gauge yeah. his talent because he always sitting on the bench. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Jerome Boogeyman says that Durant should go back to OKC, and Fonzie Fields says can't talk basketball without mentioning the future. That is Luca Donkit. What is it? Donkit? Donkit. Donkit. Yeah, Luca Donkit. Did I say that right? <laughs> it could be it could be Luke Luke no, Donkey right about now. No, I, I can't even can't no. read. So How many times do I have to tell you? It's Donkit. It's, it's spelled with a C, but it's like the H. Ooh, it's like so funny tonight. Janelle, tell her again. What is Janelle? His, his name is Luca Doncic. It's it's Doncic. spelled with a C, but it's like C H. And Doncic. he is one hundred percent correct because that boy is nice. But in all fairness, he actually played pro overseas. 
But that is correct. He definitely is the future of the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, he is sweet now. I'm going to learn his name before he, before he retires. Three four seven eight six seven nine. Let's talk to the girls tonight. The right. awesome Good sports. Even with you tonight. All right, ladies. Okay, so let's go ahead. We got to jump to it now. You know me. You know me and my staff here. So let me let me just run this down real quick before we get to you know picks and, and what we're looking for from the game and all that. All right. So we know that it's going to be the Patriots and the Rams this Sunday. 6.40 p.m. The Rams and the Patriots, they did play. This is going to be a rematch, Super Bowl 36, and the Patriots won 20-17. New England and L.A., they also met in the World Series uh, this year. So that's, this is going to be the first time that two metro areas meet in the Super Bowl and the World Series in the same season. This is going to be the largest age gap between a starting quarterback and an opposing head coach in a playoff game in the Super Bowl era, McVay and Brady. That's eight years and 174 days apart. Check out these stats, though. It is now more likely for quarterback Tom Brady to make the Super Bowl in a full season as a starter, um, 52.9% of the time, than it was for Terry Bradshaw to complete a pass. So his completion rate was 51.9%. And it's more likely than Michael Jordan making a shot. He was 49.7% probability of making a shot. I thought that was a phenomenal stat. Now, check out these stats for former Bulldog teammates, Sony Michelle and Todd Gurley. Uh, for the 2018 season, Sony Michelle had 262 rushes for 1,173 rushing yards. He rushed 4.5 yards uh, per, per game, and he had 11 rushing touchdowns. For Todd Gurley, 276 rushes, uh, averaging 1,376 rushing yards. Uh, he averaged five. Uh, five rushing yards per uh, per game, and he had 19 rushing touchdowns. Uh, playoff experience between Tom Brady and Jared Goff. As far as games, Brady has 39, Brady has 29, Goff has two. Uh, Super Bowl appearances, we know Brady has nine, Goff has one. Passing yeah. yards in the Super Bowl, uh, I mean play- playoff experience, 10,917 for Brady. 742 for golf. Touchdowns, 73 for Brady, 2 for golf. <laughs> so for New England also, um, they have 36 players with Super Bowl experience versus L.A. Rams only having four. We all know that the, uh, Tom Brady would be the oldest quarterback to start a Super Bowl at the age of 41. Check this out, y'all. Brady is first in all of these categories in the Super Bowl. Starts, eight. Quarterback wins. Five completions, 235 passing yards, 2,576 passing touchdowns, 18 and game-winning drives in the Super Bowl, five. And Brady can become only the third player in the in, uh, in NFL history to win six Super Bowl NFL championships. Uh, let's see, for the Rams, uh, for Jared Goff, he's the fastest quarterback to reach a Super Bowl as the number one pick. Right? We know that Goff has only um, been in the league for three seasons. Um, for the Rams, they have the NFL best at 31.4 points per game in the last two seasons under Coach McVay. The Rams are 11-0 and when running back Todd Gurley gets 15-plus carries. This is in 2018. That does include the playoffs. And the Rams' defense has allowed 
49 rushing yards per game and 2.3 yards per carry in the postseason compared to allowing 122 yards rushing yards per game and 5 yards per carry in the regular season. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of stats. I know I'm throwing it, y'all. But with all that. But, 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 TJ, uh, you didn't put that. uh, McVay, he's only 33. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's 33 years old. Um, you know, so, so he, but Gurley's 41, so that's what, uh, eight years of experience. And, oh, boy, he's, you know, he's the best quarterback right now. Brady is the best quarterback. You got to give it to him. That's true. That's true. And if he yeah, gets it, I mean, there's, there's really nothing you can you can take away from him. Salvador, thank uh-huh. you so much you for tuning in to the show tonight. Hold up, I think I missed somebody. Reginald Green, did I see him? Jerome Boogeyman. Okay, yes, I saw him. Okay, go ahead, Lou. No, no, I was just saying, you know, so you got, I mean, this is going to be all new for him. And then the, the coach, but Brady's been in there like it's been 17 years since they won it. I mean, you know, since they beat the Rams in 2002. Yeah. So, you know, I, I just, I think anything can happen. Yeah, I mean, you all, y'all, everybody know that everything, anything can happen. The way we've been picking and, and how we've been losing, you just never know. That's true. It's all about the choosing. You know, any given Sunday, you just have to put your best, uh, you know, you got to put the best 11 out there on the field and hope that they perform, you know, to their capability. Um, mm-hmm. I think we all know what the recipe for um, victory is for the Rams. You know, they got to put hands on Tom Brady. Do you know how many times Tom Brady's been sacked in the postseason? Not a lot. You want to take a guess? Y'all take a guess. Give me a number. Five. Five. Who said that? Ain't Lou Janelle. and Terry? Yeah, I Terry. said five. Okay. Janelle? I was going to say zero time. Ding, 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 ding. And Janelle is the winner. That man ain't been sacked at one time. Uh-oh. And, I, 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 uh, ladies, I need to uh, retract my, what I said. Sean McVay is 33, but uh, Goff is only 24. I had to get that right. I'm sorry. Yes. Forgive me. And you remember who was 24 and won their first Super Bowl? One Tom Brady. Oh, I thought he was 23. That, that, that guy, he was on the Steelers team, right? No, no, Tom Brady. Tom Brady was 24 when he won his first Super Bowl. Oh, Back he was? Yep, against uh-huh. the Rams. So then golf mm-hmm. might set his record then because golf is 24 right. right now and Brady's going to be 41 That's if right. he's not already. All right, right, now. Kelly Johnson, Michael Williams, thank you so much for tuning in to the show. Yep, so, I mean, it can be done. You but know, the youngest can, quarterback, yeah, but he, was, uh, he was on the Steelers team at 23, and, you know, and they have six wins right about now. Uh, so they're ahead right now. Yeah, right now they are. I hope Terry, right what were you going to say? But the key to the um, the Super Bowl game is going to be, as far as the Rams, are they going to be able to um, get to Brady, the sack Brady, get in his face, just like with the Saints game. You know, it was all about the defense. They The defense got to step up to the plate. Because, you know, Brady would listen to all, listen at all his stats, you know, it's in his favor. But, as we say, anything can happen. We've seen yes. the roller coaster up and down. So, it's it's, it's really all about the defense for the Rams. 
and they are then they are uh, not like number one almost, aren't they? T in, in defense, so I'm sure they're gonna step it up. But they, the coach, need to be telling them they need to start sacking Brady because when you start sacking, you just interrupt the flow and the momentum, and you just can't flow like you want to when you're being sacked. As exactly. Russell, Mahomes, and Lucinda. <laughs> you gotta realize too. Generally, when you nine times out of ten, you might be blitzing, or let's say eight times out of ten. Now, with Rams, what they what they're known to do is to just rush their front four. Now, with that, we all know that Coach Belichick he's he's the best coach and the number one coach for a reason. What he does, he removes your top player from you know from the game basically. So, what we're anticipating mm-hmm. is that they're going to be doubling on Aaron Donald. But you double Aaron mm-hmm. Donald, yeah. still leave Flowers, you still leave and Dominican Sue, um, and that other dude that they got, uh, the one that came over in free agency this year. So that, you know, can the can the offense, you know, the offensive line, um, can they handle all of that? And then you still have secondary, which is not as suspect as it was at the beginning of the year, and especially with the key to leave coming back. Let me give you these stats, too. Rams defense. With and without Aqib Tlaib, points per game with Khalib, they only allow 18.3. Without him, they were allowing 30.8 points per game. Total yards Ooh. per game with Khalib, 312, uh, 312.5. Without him, 401.3. With Khalib, uh, Tlaib in the game, passing yards only 209. Without him, 272. Touchdown to interception ratio with Tlaib, 11 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. Without him, they were allowing 23 touchdowns to only six interceptions. And the opposing passer ratings, which means the quarterback's passer rating, with Tlaib, it's only 78.4. Without him, 111.6. So to say that Aqib Tlaib, is a very missing piece of the puzzle for the Rams, and they are thankful and grateful to have him back is an understatement, I believe. You so better him, say it. I was going to ask you, is he going to play now? Is he going to play? Yes, yes okay. he's definitely playing, which will, you know, kind of open up or, or put less pressure on Mark Peters. But with that being said, like I said, um, Bill Belichick, he's known for removing your best player, you know, from the game um, and, and, and having you beat him with, you know, with the, I don't want to say the reserve players, but with the second best, you know, removing the best players. So, uh, but again, now Aaron Donald, I'm still have plenty of ammunition. Okay, so TJ, with Gurley, he must be, is he on the offense then? He is. Yes, he is. Okay, so is, is he playing? Yes, he is. Yep, and he's saying that he's yeah. going to be Okay, now, Rams Gurley. Yes. All right. Just want to make sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. It's going to be a good game, I'm telling you. It's really going to be a good game. Uh, yes, and I hope it's no overtime. I don't Me want too. To I hope they over- win regular regulation. It's the last game. I want to go on till, till Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no. I care about players. Hey,
So, ladies, um, okay, so so I asked, you know, what um, what do we think that the Rams will need to do? So what do you think that um, will be the biggest obstacle for the Patriots going up against uh, the Rams? Whoever wants to go first. Well, their defense is not as great as the Rams. Uh, but, but, uh, so, um, so they'd have to work on their defense. And they're really going to have to protect Brady at this point because, you know, since he's been sacked zero times, you know it's got to happen before this year is out. Okay. Terry? Yeah, but will it happen? It's, I mean, it's, it's, like I said, it's all about the, all about the Rams. They're they going to have to step up to the plate as far as the defense if, if uh, they can just sack Brady just a second one good time. Not one good uh, time. You don't want to sack one good time. It's not the same. More than one good time. <laughs> well, he needs more than one. He needs more than one. But just if they could just get him once, does he have been sacked at all? Uh-huh. That would be yeah. good. And then, and then, uh, then they could be attempting to sack him. But and they need to jump up in the air and, um, you know, when he's trying to throw like he does, because he's he's so on point with his throwing. So they need to just get in his face like that too, because that kind of um, works your nerves too. Yeah, because they can't allow him time in the pocket because he have too much time in the pocket. He about have as much time as uh, Drew Brees do. So they can't mm-hmm. let him, allow him to have much time in the pocket. He just got to get the ball and release it. They got to be in his face. Mm-hmm. I see. Well, you also know with that, though, Terry, uh, Brady has one of the quickest releases in the league. He, he I know. Generally, that ball that was in two seconds. So he doesn't even right. have to step the ball is gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's- why they got to wrap him up. Yeah. Yeah, that boy's bad. D, he's bad. D, I just want to give a plug to my nephew. Brady's bad, but Brady's going down. All right. Now, Kendall, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Janelle, what, what, what say you? What will it take for the Rams to come out on top? What, what, do, the, the, what do the Patriots seem to fear most from the, the Patriots? to start off with need to get out of their own way. Right now they, they're feeling too comfortable. They they're talking mad trash. Um yeah, the this this may be the Rams, you know, first first ride to the party, but I can promise you they got a point to prove. The next thing is the defense. They need to they literally are going to have to do the same thing that they did with Breeze and put Brady on his back. No, he has not yep. been stacked in a in a Super Bowl, but this needs to be the game that it happens. They're going to have to figure mm-hmm. out a way to contain him because that boy's arm is ridiculous. That's the one thing that I that I will give him his release. I, I don't you don't see a release like that. And his Come offensive on. line does not his offensive line doesn't have to give him the kind of time that they do because by the time he gets that ball in his hand, he see what he wants. Boom, the ball is gone. So it's, it's going to take. It's literally going to take for the Rams to um, put him on his back. They're going to have to – that defense is going to have to be fantastic. That's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. And I, and I need to make sure that the defense – because, you know, the, the, um, the Patriots like to play possum sometimes. They like to, you know, let you get up a couple touchdowns, like something really getting ready to happen. And then they come back and be like, okay, we was just playing. We actually in this game. So I, I need them, you know, I need the Rams not to get comfortable if they get a couple touchdowns lead and just keep it going. But that defense right. is going right. to have to be incredible. Right. Right. And I want to uh, piggyback on J- Janelle. Uh, 
can't be celebrating too soon. That's what happened to those saints. They were celebrating and gyrating and taking pictures. You wait until the game is over and you do that. Oh, Miss Lucinda, I meant to ask you about that. I was laughing because usually, you know, it's the offensive players, once they make the touchdowns, that they, you know, all be doing little pictures and posing and whatever. But the defensive players, every time they were still a ball, they all grouped up. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Don't y'all realize yeah. it's a game to play? Yeah, it was, they, they, it was too much. Pride come before destruction, a hearty spirit before a fall. And they fell all down up in there even with the bad call, but it was just, it was too much. You can't celebrate early. Right, right, right. Real quick, uh, shout-out to Miss Luanda Carroll in the house tuning in tonight, and uh, somebody else. Oh, Kim Stiggers, yeah, I saw him, and Michael Williams. Um, oh, now, real quick, I want, I want to make sure that I, that I um, uh, uh, uh Make sure that we, we get this right. Now, when I was saying sacked, uh, Tom Brady hadn't been sacked. I'm saying he hasn't been sacked none this postseason. So it's not that he has never been sacked in the Super Bowl. I'm talking about this 2018-19 postseason. The Chargers nor the Chiefs have sacked him. So that's, yeah, that's what it is right there. So um, oh, yeah, not, not in the Super Bowl. Nobody Yeah. But, uh, you know, one thing – you know, honestly, oh no! Are you kidding me? Hold on, y'all. Okay, here we go. You know, that was always been that I lost the studio. At least y'all still here. Thank God. Can y'all still hear me? We yeah. here. Yes, we can hear you. Okay, good. Because the whole the fire fire just went down. But um, one one thing that I think that. The Patriots are just going to play their game. You know, with this being their ninth time in the Super Bowl, uh, of course they're going to do their homework and, and, and know, you know, know the team that they're playing, the Rams. But uh, I think it's going to be more of the Rams making sure that they have their adjustments, making sure that they have their assignments. In order for the Rams to win, one, yes, they definitely are going to have to put pressure on Brady. But they are also going to have to contain – one Julian element. That little rascal, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how the Patriots seem to do it. But they always seem to manage to find that boy open. Ooh. I mean, he always seems to be in the right place at the right time. And he's so little. I mean, it's like, I mean, it's like <laughs> how can they not get to him? And another thing, TJ, you talking about the Rams guy, what's his name? No, I'm talking about the Patriots guy, Julian element, number 11. Okay, okay. Well, I want to say this too, TJ. The um, the, the, the Patriots don't normally score like in the first half, so the Rams need to come out scoring, and I mean scoring and just scoring. Don't stop, you know what I mean? Don't think a a two-touchdown lead is good. I mean, you just got to keep going and keep going because you know the Patriots are offensive. You know, I mean, they're an offensive team, so an offensive team, so they're going to score too. But – they need to come out there scoring quickly because the the, the, the Patriots are not known to score in the beginning. Yeah, true. Uh, I read that on the, on the Super Bowl. They said they don't come out the first quarter with nothing. But then right. what? But but they're 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 third and, and fourth quarter team. Patriots they do their thing in the last two quarters. Shout out to Maurice Johnson in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Oh, okay. Well, I was, mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know that's that. Because this thing like they always okay. jump out to a, you know, 
they're they're pretty steady, I thought, as far as their scoring. Um, but you know, now that I think about it, maybe they are more of a second half team in the Super Bowl. Missy in the house, Missy throwing it down. Remember how they spanked Atlanta like that? No, Atlanta, no, Atlanta did that. Well, we ain't gonna, we ain't gonna, we don't, we're not going to uh, regurgitate <laughs> negative. I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I appreciate I'm too that. Cloud, too high of a cloud nine. I can't even get it out. I'm high up there on the cloud, whatever number it is, and. uh so, no negative energy tonight. Okay. No oh, negative. Well, you know, I'm going to try. But I'm going to try not to be, <laughs> I'm gonna try to be uh, talking about, you know, teams giving up 25-point leads. But Devontae Freeman, he was on first take today. And Stephen Smith asked him, what do the Rams need to do to win, you know, this Super Bowl? And Devontae, he couldn't have said it any better. He said, keep your foot on their neck. <laughs> and this and knows what he speaks because their foot got broke and that neck got snapped back into place. We all know what happened. Mm-hmm. She said she wasn't going to go negative. Did she say that? This is fact. Uh, no comment. Fact. Okay. Four, no six, comment. Seven, nine, two, four. Whiplash. <laughs> Okay, that's enough. We won't talk about the soccer, though. <laughs> but, hey, you got to be in it to win it, though. You know, it, at least y'all were there. Y'all, you know, beat out. <laughs> Don't be trying NFL. to clean that mess up now. Don't just move on. Just move on. Okay. Move on, Please Martha. Just move on. on. Okay. She ain't worth a dime. <laughs> this is a crime. She ain't worth a dime. Not a dime. Okay. How <laughs> <laughs> do I teach everybody? I like the weed. What's going on, Lala? Y'all see my first text? <laughs> okay, shout out to everybody. 347-826-7924. That is your girl, TJ, tonight. This is awesome. For some Aunt Lou, Danielle, and Terry in the house. We are uh, talking about the, of course, the big game coming up on Sunday, the Patriots, the Rams. What is it going to take for the Rams to beat the Patriots? What is it going to take for the Patriots to beat the Rams? I mean, you know, hey, I is this first time that the, the Patriots have come in as an underdog? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. That's a very good question. I no, they're not. not. No, they're the underdog in in this in this uh, Super Bowl. I this is the first time they come in as an underdog. So. I don't know. They might have come in as an underdog with y'all, Janelle. No. No, they trust me when I tell you no. They were not no. underdogs with us. Well, no, I'm I'm being dead serious because you know that was the year that y'all had the number one offense in the league. Yeah, so. but I we they, we were the underdogs. Trust me when I tell you. Okay. All right. I believe you. Uh, Right now, uh, with these with these uh, experts, they're saying that the, that the Patriots have you know should be winning it. That's what I'm hearing. Oh, okay. Because uh, the yeah. last stat I saw, it was the probability of the of the Rams winning was like 52.9 percent. Really? So I ain't seen mm-hmm. that. When I saw Patriots was up, they was like 57.9.8 or something like that. Mhm. Oh, okay. I yeah, know. I was watching NFL Network, so. That's uh that's the last stat I saw. Now that was, you know, three o'clock this morning. 
So a lot could change. And, you know, my mind could have been. Ain't no tell. I think I'll probably watch the NBA television. now. Maurice says, yes, it's Tom first one against France. Okay, yeah, so the, the Patriots are the underdog uh, heading into. into uh, um, all right, ladies. So let's see. I think there was another. Oh, uh, let's see. Do I want to talk about this? Now, well, yeah, let's go ahead and, and jump into it. What's up, Rob? Thank you so much for tuning into the show tonight, Rob Smith. Uh, so, as I mentioned in the NFL news and notes, that the, they are putting on the table that the coaches will be able to now challenge um, calls. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me go back to my uh, information here so that I can report it correctly. So, okay. and that the NFL is considering uh, allowing judgment challenges and saying that the plan will now allow coaches to challenge calls, and if they are incorrect, so if they challenge and the call, you know, they were wrong, they would receive a penalty. Don't know exactly what the penalty is, but um, they would definitely, you know, be penalized. It would probably be, I don't know if they could take away any more timeouts. Uh, they only get three. So it would probably be maybe yardage. They would maybe lose 10, 15 yards or, um, you know, something like that. But do you think that this is something that should even be on the table where the coaches can now make uh, judgment challenges? Well, I want to ask how come the referees, when they make bad calls, how come they not penalized? Mm-hmm. And why well, you know, we don't know, we know what their penalty is, honestly. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. that they are just like the players, you know, when the players get infractions, it comes out of their pocket, you know, they're fined so much for offsides, fined so much for, you know, late hits, uh, roughing the passer, stuff like that. So I would have to think that the referees are penalized in some form or fashion with missed calls. I would hope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, y'all going to take money from the coaches. Y'all need to give some money yourselves, you know, because everybody makes mistakes. Hmm. Well, it won't be in a, in a financial way that the coaches are penalized. Mm-hmm. It's going to be penalized, you know, in – some form of the game in in uh, in the flow of the game. So, like I said, if they if they challenge it and then it's not a challenge, like now if they challenge, you know, they lose timeout and then they lose their right to challenge going further. Um, this would just be a penalty as far as maybe 15 yards or 10 yards or something like that. I can't see okay. them losing well, another out because they, they they don't have that many to begin with. Okay. Well, I, I think that's pretty. I I think it's okay. If it's something like that, but if we start talking about money and stuff, I mean, come on, referees. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Tell you what, we're going to put a pen in it. Terry, Janelle, we are going to hear from you ladies right after this break because it's time for me to jump into a break, a quick break, and then we are going to hear from the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it will be time for the lyrics right after we're going to jump into this quick break, and we'll be right back. Here's LL Sports 2 with TJ and the awesome foursome. Don't y'all move a muscle. We'll be right back after the break. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Charlie Wilson for you, Uncle Charlie, oh we, celebrating a birthday this week, you already know how it is, just talking, you know, I have to get to get it together here, I'm going to get it together, y'all, just charge it to my to my head and not my heart, but you already know I got this together, ooh we, when you hear that music, shout out to you, J.L. Harris, Sandra Bernard in the house, but when you hear that music, it's time, it's time for the baddest lady in the land. Batch pad. Yes, it is time now for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? <clears throat> well, Super Bowl 53 Sunday is near. The two seeds are remaining from the entire year. Here are some things you need to know about both teams as they try to fulfill their dreams. We have the Patriots versus the Rams, Brady versus Goff. Which team would knock the other off? This game will be played at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium inside in the city of Atlanta, the home of the Falcons' pride. This game is a rematch of Super Bowl 36 played in 2002, where the Patriots won 20-17, leaving the Rams blue. Seventeen years later, the Patriots have the same coach and quarterback, while the Rams have a brand-new team ready to attack. Patriots have... 
Patriots have appeared in ten Super Bowls in the Rams in three. Will this be the end of the Patriots dynasty? They tied with the 49ers and Cowboys with five Super Bowl wins. The Rams have won as they prepare to knock them out like bowling pins. Break. Chloe and Hallie will give a pregame performance while National Anthem is sung by Gladys Knight. At halftime, Maroon 5 alongside Scott and Big Boy will sing that night. If the Rams win, Sean McVay will be the youngest coach, whereas Belichick at 66 will be old as a German cockroach. Rams will be wearing blue and yellow, and the Patriots will be in white, so mellow. Questions. Will Gurley be healthy to play? Will Brady be stopped on Super Bowl Sunday? Ain't Lou. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I mean, I have never heard such a lyric in my life. How you managed to, to maneuver in uh, the, the breakdown of the halftime, mix that in with some bowling pins, and then start talking about some German cockroaches. Child, I... I, 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 I Belichick, a German. I, I'm done. I, I'm, I say he was old as a German cockroach. I didn't call him, and I say, whereas he's he's old as a he's he be, <laughs> at sixty six, he'll be old as a German cockroach. Mm, mm, mm. I'm trying to figure out how you know cockroaches live that long. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> making uh, judgment challenges, giving the coaches uh, the ability to 
challenge calls uh, based on, you know, judgments. Jacksonville. That's, oh, you're in Jacksonville now? Like Jacksonville. You had moved from Carolina. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I'm going back and forth. Back, back, forth, and forth. Okay, here we go. Do us, oh. Judy. Finish your sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so the plan would allow coaches to challenge calls. And if they were wrong, they would receive a penalty. We just don't know what the penalty will be yet. Ain't Lou? And what she thought about it. Um, she says that, it's, you know, uh, that as long as the coaches aren't being uh, penalized monetarily, you know, she doesn't have a problem with it. And I was mentioning that I do not believe it will be monetary. I think it's just going to be like in yard. It's 15-yard penalty or so forth. Um, don't really seeing it being uh, penalized with timeouts because they only have three. Now, unless they're going to add a timeout, that could be something to be talked about. But we don't know. So, uh, ladies, Terry, Janelle, uh, Carrie, what are your thoughts? Should this be put on the table? Should the coaches be allowed to have judgment challenges? I mean, it can be put on the table, but I think it's still that um, needs to still lies in the referee's hands. If that's their job, and I know we all make mistakes, and even if they put it on the table, it's not to say that the coaches can't make a bad call as well. So I think it should just stay with the referees that they should control the game as far as the call is a bad call. Mm-hmm. So basically, this would be the coaches challenging that, though. So it's not necessarily that. Basically, what they don't want is a repeat of the NFC Championship game. Sean Payton right. wants to have the ability to challenge that and have them relook at it and get the call right. So, um, I don't think that that is going to make a difference, even if they did, because. Nine mm-hmm. times out of ten, it goes to New York, and they're looking at it anyway. So you're trying to tell them they're wrong, and they're gonna, all that's going to happen is they're going to turn around and say, okay, we're upholding this call, mm-hmm. and we didn't waste all this time instead of just letting it go. I, I, I understand the premise behind it. I promise you I do, and I understand the frustration um, behind the entire situation, but I just don't think – I think it's going to be pointless. Really? Leon Lewis, thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Um, really, Janelle? Okay. So Yeah, you because you figure they're already they're already reviewing the calls in New York as it is. Okay, so you're gonna tell them, Okay, now I disagree with this call, I need y'all to look at it again. Come on now. How how in all honesty, do you really think they're gonna overturn that? Yeah. They just like when they get a penalty wrong now, like if it's a touchdown and it, and it's not. Or um if it was what what can they tell? They can tell pretty much everything. Um what else do they challenge? First down, you know, uh, do they, can they challenge roughing? No, they can't challenge roughing the passers. Uh, can they challenge, what do they challenge? First down, touchdown, um, helmet to helmet hit. Uh, yeah, but you're talking about things that they actually call at that moment. Then they throw the red flag. But just talk, what we're discussing is they've already made the call. Um, now they're trying to challenge what the decision was when they're already, especially in a situation where, you know, at, um, at postseason, they review everything. You know, they don't just allow the uh, refs to review it. They review it in New York. Everybody makes their agreement. The call is made, and that's that. So now you're telling me that it's going to be okay for them to, you know, to throw a flag because they disagree. And I, I promise you, I do understand the premise behind it. I just don't think it's going to be worth it. I think it's going to be a waste hmm. of time. I don't think that they're going I to. I, I don't. I don't think that they're going to be fair about it. Should I say what I mean by fair is 
um, actually see a call different from what they saw the first time and overturn it. Hmm. That's why I love this show and I love doing it with you ladies. I just love it when we don't see eye to eye because I absolutely 100, 3,000% totally equivocally disagree with you, Janelle. Because so that's do I. Like that's just like if, uh, and Maurice, thank you so much, um, they also can review turnovers. So it's just like if the if the referees call the ball was a turnover and they give it to, you know, to the, to the other team. Then they go back and review it and they say, no, his knee was down or his elbow was down. And then they return the ball back to, you know, the, the team with the ball. That's like saying that they would never overturn a turnover or they would never overturn a touchdown. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is in that exact scenario that you just used, that, okay, so they've returned the ball to the other team, the, mm-hmm. uh, and the coach decides, no, I want to throw a flag, I want to um, challenge that call. I think that, that that's what I'm talking about. I think that it's going to be pointless because once they've everybody's reviewed it and everything has been done, they've made the call, boom, that's done. So now you're telling me, okay, well, the other coach disagrees with this call after it's already been reviewed, and they're going to go ahead and toss the flag. I just don't see that it's going to be after. I don't. I don't see that they're going to overturn something after everybody's already reviewed it. Mm. Okay. You know what I think? I think that they need to come up with another. I think they need to come up with another solution to the problem. That's what I think. Well, maybe that maybe I guess it as so you're saying okay if they have a turnover, uh, ball is called a turnover. The referees, the 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 coach throws the challenge flag, throws the challenge flag. Referees go review it. They come back with either call um, stands or it's overturned. So you're saying that then the coaches would be able to challenge that call. No, I'm saying that it would be pointless because when they're you see you Tina, we watch football. But no, no, no. My my question is: is that what you're is that what you're saying that this this rule would give the the coaches the opportunity to do? No, no. And that would be stupid. Okay. But no, what I'm saying is, I, I I just think that. Giving them the opportunity to challenge a call, especially when a call has already been reviewed, is just pointless. But that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't be able to to challenge something that's already been reviewed. I think they are putting more more opportunity to challenge more things on the table, i.e., pass interference. See, that was a non-reviewable call, or was it? Did they review that call? No. They didn't review it. No. No. Yeah. yeah. So this, they want to make pass interference a reviewable call. Just like they may put, um, is roughing the passer a penalty? I mean, a, a call? I don't think roughing the passer is a reviewable penalty. Yeah, I think that's what they're trying to do. The, 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 the referees are making a judgment, okay, he was, you know, in the instance with um, the Chiefs and the Patriots, called that bogus pass interference, I mean, uh, rough of the passer. Now that's going to be reviewable. That's how I took it. Not to be totally wrong. And I'm okay with that. 
You got that, Janelle? You got that? <laughs> yes, I have it. Thank you.
And he asked me, he said, you know, had this been the 49ers, would I feel the same way? And I am proud to say, yes, I would. I, again, I think of myself and I call myself a very reasonable fan. We've been, we've been screwed out of a bad, bad call before as well. You know, like I said, Phantom roughing the passer on Ahmad Brooks, NFC Championship game. But did that really cost the game? No. Because you still have you had 60 minutes. Now, now, did it turn, you know, turn the momentum or, or was it, or, you know, uh, did it have an effect on the game? I'm not taking anything away from that call. Very detrimental to the game. But I will go back, 21 points, the Saints could have had in the first quarter, not the first half, the first quarter. And the mm-hmm. Saints, they had, they had an opportunity to stop the Rams from scoring that, that field goal at the end of the game to tie it up. They had a minute 45 left. And they had the ball first in overtime. I mean, dang, what what you want the, the, the Rams to do? Just get off the field and let you just walk, you know, go down and go down and score? I mean, what what you want? But I understand yeah. the pain. I do. Uh, I, I, I mean, I lost like that too. I was three, two, three inches away from the Super Bowl. You know, had Kaepernick. Had we just run the ball, we would have six Super Super Bowls right now. You know, why we threw the ball four times in the end zone? You know, to get three yards is beyond me. Uh-huh. I said I was getting negative. Well, you blew that. Yeah, I blew that. But again, it happened. Um, but again, you know, it's just uh, they they had ample opportunity to uh, to win that game. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a good call. I, I think it would be good. Now, if, you know, they start putting any and everything on on the list, you know, the challenge, then we're going to have some problems, you know. Um, but I think if it's, if it's uh, detrimental to the game, you know, which this call was. I know. Woo-saw. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Woo-saw. Ha, 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 ha. Okay. Anyway. Uh-uh. <laughs> what was that? She was singing a very uh, old rap song. Uh, I need mean, her to stop it. Was that Kumo D? Yes. Okay. All right, ladies. Um, so I think, uh, you know, have we, have we come to the time, to the place where we must now decide, where we must put it all on the line? Pee week. <laughs> Uh, wild card weekend, divisional weekend, championship weekend. And we are now here in the ATL, Sunday, February the 3rd, 6.40 p.m. Two teams will suit it up, boot it up, kick it off, and only one will come become victorious. So Did I set it up for y'all? Was I yeah, dramatic enough? It's so final. Was I dramatic? Oh, rapping. Oh, that was rapping. That was rapping. Thank you. Our almighty in-house state. I knew he would know. Ladies, I get out. But the quick bunch of here. Um, there will be no more football after Sunday. I will go into my depression. 
Um, you know, they try to make up for it with the basketball on Saturday night, which helps, you know, but there's just nothing to do on Sunday. So now I'll be able to catch up on my DVR. Uh, yeah. But I just leave it. I leave it that there's no more football. And so in honor of football, we're going to hear it one more time. All right, ladies. Time to make our pick. Got a sign that says leave it. Is that you? Leave it. I want to leave it. And yes, this is what I wore. In case if y'all didn't think it was me, they'd be like, did you just have that on? Yes, I did. Okay. Wanna make sure y'all knew it. All right, ladies. Okay, so here we go. Super Bowl, 53. Patriots, Ram. Terry, who you got? Ram. Oh, she said that quick. Quick, fast, in a hurry. <laughs> Ain't Lou? Rams. <laughs> I want Right now. I had to do like you, TJ. You've been singing all night or making noise all all night. (laughs) Uh, Real real quick, uh, Eric, I don't know how Stephen J was, but Stephen A was very nice. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had to mess with you. Yeah, I had to mess with you. All right, (laughs) Janelle. Ram. Wow. Ram. So everybody's saying it. This is the, the year that the dynasty falls. It's not. It's not that I'm saying this is the year. I just don't want the Patriots to get it. Exactly. Oh. Well. But but and 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 uh, my uh, input on that is um. Anything can happen in any given Sunday. I mean, the odds are the Patriots are the, you know, that they've won and won and won. And now it's time for someone else to win and win and win. Okay. Now, I know that's what y'all are saying, but y'all, I mean, so y'all, y'all really think the Rams can do it? I think they can. I think they have. I think they can. I think they can. Come on. Uh, do the, what did they say? I think I can. Come on, boy. The, 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 what was that story? I think yeah, I can, I think I can, I think I can. I think they can. <laughs> <laughs> the Rams got it. Wow. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Did we talk about well, you last go week with those how, um, how, how, how Tom Brady called uh, Patrick Mahomes, had like a little impromptu meeting after the game, after the AFC Championship. He uh, requested that he speak to him. He pulled him into, like, a little private room and just gave him, you know, just props and told him how much of an uh, impact he thinks he's going to be on this league. And just, did y'all hear that? Did we talk about that last week? No, I nope. didn't hear that. No. I mean, just ooh, leadership, um, you know, just a closed-door meeting. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was the one. That's how we found out about it. But, uh, yeah, he called him in before he, before he got on the bus, before he boarded the bus. He asked if Patrick would meet him, uh, you know, just for a little impromptu meeting, and he just told him how proud of him he was, you know, how impressed he was, like I said, how much of an impact he's going to have on this league. Uh, you know, and I think that was so, just so, so much leadership. 
Uh, but you know Tom Brady knows he's on his last leg, but, you know, just to take that young brother <laughs> under his wing like that and um, just encourage him. Um, mm-hmm. I was really impressed but by this, ain't, this ain't got nothing to do with character, baby. I just want uh, – I think Brady, he has, a, <laughs> he has a character, wisdom, and everything, but I just want to see the Rams win. Okay? Golf has character. He has character. Uh, so what you think about all that? Look, we need some fresh blood. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I... I don't even have nothing against Belichick. I mean, I think he's a he's a, he's a, he's an excellent coach. I mean, look how long they've been been you know holding on. But it's time for somebody else to take over. That's all I'm. Yeah. Saying. The Patriots just always seem to find a way to win. I want the Rams oh, to win. I really do. I really do. Because, you know, I do not want the Patriots to get sick. Mm-hmm. So, what is it going to be, TJ? What's it going to be? I hear a butt in there, TJ. I know. Uh, my mom says Patriots. I ain't scared. <laughs> Patriots all the way. Brady make history, brother. Hey, that's what I'm scared. I just, I don't know. Every time I go against the Patriots, they just they always seem to find a way. Well, you go with them this time, baby. You go I with really, them. I really don't want to, but I I hope I'm wrong. I really do, because I don't want Brady to get sick. But I think the Patriots going to do it. I really do. Okay. So I'm going to roll with them one more time. You roll with them. Yeah. Make your brother yeah, not really, because he really talked me. He talked me out of it. I was trying to go for him, you know, for him, you know, just that loyalty. But he really got on my nerves when we were talking about it. So I really don't want to go with him. But <laughs> I just, uh, yeah, I don't see. I don't. I, okay, well, I'm going with the Patriots. So everybody, y'all, y'all going with the Rams? And I hope you're right. I really do, because tired about it, bound down. My knee hurt. Okay, with that, y'all, <laughs> it's a wrap. We made it through. We made it through. Y'all got any shout outs? Oh, my goodness. What are we going to do with her, girls? Just love me. Just love me and just, you know, say a little prayer for me. Okay. And we got to keep her. Carrie, you got any shout-out? You are very, very hot today. (laughs) I love the energy. I don't know if the hype word you would use, but I love the energy. And you are definitely in your arena, your arena of sports. You do it your job so well. You know, I look at sometimes um, on Sunday football as the commentators that they're out there and they're, you know, forecasting the game, telling what's going on. I said, that's Tina need to be right there. You got a position waiting on you. You got a position waiting on you. Thank you. You are welcome. You are more than welcome. And then I know that Sunday is the last of the football, but I will get to see you in church on Sundays at 11 o'clock. That's right. <laughs> I shall return to 11 o'clock service. <laughs> yes. And, guys, you all be blessed. Enjoy the week. Enjoy the game. I love you guys. Love you too, Miss Terry. All right. Janelle? I am... Suffered from cranial flatulence. What was I getting ready to say? Well, Lord, I thought I was sleep deprived. 
I've been at work since five thirty this morning. I get a pass. You understand me? Um, uh, let me just piggyback on Miss Terry and tell you guys that have an absolutely fantastic weekend. Enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the game, regardless of who wins. I just hope it's not the Patriots. I, I do apologize to your brother. Much love to your brother, but I can't stand his team either. <laughs> <laughs> Denise, I love you so much, you beautiful lady. <laughs> she loves you too. She say it on the timeline, but you're not you don't you're not on Facebook though. So. She loves you too, Jim. No, I'm working. I can't Facebook right now. I'm working. All right. <laughs> All right. Is that, that is? <sighs> is it ain't loose time? Please, go ahead, Angelou. You're going to start talking and finish. Go ahead, Angelou. The floor is yours. Janelle, go on and finish. Janelle, go on and finish. <laughs> um, ma'am, I was done. Okay. Oh, okay. I just wanted to make sure because I didn't want okay, to be rude. Cause, you know, okay. Well, I, I rude every week. <laughs> 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 Sound like some hurt feelings or something like that. I'm just not apologizing about your feelings. I apologize. Right now. Let the world know. Okay, I'm, I apologize for hurting your feelings.
uh, for everything you do for me, um, just your words, your, your encouragement. Um, I love you and Aunt Lou. Uh, since day one, when I went solo, um, I had an idea. You know, I, I know your talent. Um, I asked you, you know, would you be a part of it? And you've never let me down, never missed a show. have always been prepared, ready, and on point. And I love you, and I do not know how much, all three of you ladies, uh, words will never be able to describe. So thank you. And uh, we'll be back, same bad time, same bad station next week. All right, so until then, right. I will talk to y'all next Wednesday. All right, y'all have a good one. <laughs> Bye, ladies. Bye, ladies. Love you all. All right, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ. That was the awesome foursome, Aunt Lou, Janelle, and Terry. Rounding it out, I don't even think I said the number, y'all. Again, just ch- charge it to my head and not my heart, okay? But uh, we'll be back. Oh, let's see, Wednesday Wikipedia. Was there anything for tonight? Uh, Let's see. I think we did have a couple of things. Let me get to that real quick here. And while I get to that, thank you again to each and every one of y'all. Remember, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Your girl TJ is talking some sports, her and the the ladies, all right? We love to hear from y'all. Okay, so Wednesday Wikipedia, uh, 1994, Natalie Cole. She sang the U.S. National Anthem at Super Bowl 38. The Dallas Cowboys won 30-13 over the Buffalo Bills. Uh, in the year 2000, the New York Mets, they announced that Garth Brooks would begin training with the team on February 20th. Do y'all remember Garth Brooks tried to, sign, tried to uh, sign up and play baseball? And also in the year 2000, John Rocker of the then, uh, then of the Atlanta Braves, he was suspended from Major League Baseball for disparaging foreigners, homosexuals, and minorities in an interview published by Sports Illustrated. All right, so that's your Wednesday Wikipedia, what happened in the world of sports on January the 30th. Uh, shout out to the birthdays, uh, artists that were featured tonight, Charlie Wilson, Uncle Charlie, oh we. He turned 66 on January 29th, and Justin Timberlake, he is going to turn 38 on tomorrow, January 31st. Uh, happy birthdays to Kid Cudi, turns 34, Phil Collins, to to studio, turns 67, Wilma Valderrama, remember that 70s show? Yeah, that's him. He turns 38, and the husband of Molly Karen Rose, and she let us know she had to get gone today, okay, because she had to celebrate her husband's birthday. Jalen Rose, he turns 45 today. So shout out to them. All right, of course, I got to give a shout out to my main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley Marlin. Oh, shout out to everybody who listens in on um, on the internet. Shout out to everybody on the phone lines. Of course, shout out to everybody on Facebook. You know, I'll be hitting you up here shortly, but make sure I get to everybody here who came to kind of chimed in late. Nope, I think I got everybody. Rob Smith, thank you for your words. Aunt Karen, I see you. Kim Street, Eric Hodges, everybody. Maurice, thank everybody for tuning in. All right, shout-out to Ron Bo of Ron Bo Sports. Shout-out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Shout-out to Stephanie, Shanisa, Morgan, Mara, Dee Dee, Jackie, and Brianna. As I just said, shout-out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again to uh, Lucinda's lyrics. Shout-out to Terry and Janelle for rounding out the awesome foursome ladies. I love you. I can't say it enough, and I can't say it often enough. Uh, Shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson. Good luck, brother, with the Patriots. You know, I hope you win. I hope you don't, you know, but I love you. (laughs) And, of course, last but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, just for everything you do for me, uh, being my mentor, being my inspiration, being my ride or die, uh, being my tell it like it is, everything, anything, you know, whatever it is, whatever you want. Okay, never mind. 
You're every woman. I love you, Essie. All right, y'all, so that is going to do it. We'll be back next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully I will have had more sleep, but if not, you're going to get the same TJ that you got tonight. Do you like it? Okay. <laughs> 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 347-826-7924, www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2, or catch me live and in living color. Tina D. Jackson is the name. Sports, yes, that is my game. Tonight's motivational moment is going to be a little different. It's going to be short and uh, to the short, sweet, to the point. All I have to say is live your life. I'm not even going to play the music. Let me tell you something. Life is short. I think I've said this time and time again. Uh, the, the message, the model this year, manifesting dreams in 2019. Let me tell you, jobs, they will try to hold you back. They will try to discourage you. They will try to minimize you. Um, They will try to not um, show you what worth you have, show you the worth that you are. So let me tell you something. We have to all have to pay bills, so don't get me wrong now. Don't go, don't go to work tomorrow and tell somebody, you know, to shove it where the, where the sun don't shine and then you have no job, you can't pay your bills. I ain't saying that. But what I'm saying is, is take time for yourself. You have to live in the moment. If there's something that you want to do, if there are things that you want to do, don't let yourself be a slave to that job. Don't let that job hold you hostage, okay? Live in the moment. Live, um, live for you, okay? Just make sure, you know, don't let the job uh, just consume you or, 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 or run you down, okay, or whatever it is that might be shackling you, okay. It could be a bad relationship. Uh, it could be your kids. You know, you, yes, you love your kids, and, and, you know, you put your kids first and all that, but you have to put yourself first at, at some point in your life because if you don't fill up your tank, okay, then you're just running on empty, and that's no good for anybody. So, again, I say live your life, live in the moment, do what makes you happy, do the things that you love to do, Don't let anybody hold you back. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. Don't let anybody tell you you no. And I'm the firm believer that, you know, I can't, I can't, uh, you know, what's that song? Walk it like you talk it. So I can't talk it and not walk it. I said I was going to go to first take today, and that was going to be it. But let me tell you something. Those people gave me a wristband today, and I'm going to show it. If you're looking at me on Facebook Live, what does this say? This says first take Thursday January 31st. So you know where I'm going to be tomorrow morning? Down at the Atlanta Convention Center at first take another live episode, January 31st. You know why? Because I have the time to take at my job. I don't know what's going to happen, you know, with life or or with whatever, but I have the time to take it, and so I'm going to take it, and I'm going to do what I love because you know what? You never know the opportunities that you might miss out on if you keep being shackled to something that ain't for you. All right? I'm just going to say it like that, and that's TJ's motivational moment. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the show, and I hope you'll be back next Wednesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. As I always say, be good to yourselves. Be good to others. But most of all, y'all be blessed. We'll be back here Wednesday night. I hope I see you then. Until then, I love you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.